Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring has sprung and our friends at Manscaped have the best tools for some spring cleaning in your pants. Time to clear out that winter bush and join the other 4 million men who trust Manscaped. Use code SPURS20 to get 20% off of free shipping at manscaped.com. They're the global leaders in men's below-the-waist grooming and have forever changed the grooming game with their amazing performance package 4.0. Inside this ball care bundle, you'll find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold your goodies. Complete your grooming game this spring with the new refined cologne signature scent by Manscaped. This stuff is legit and will have you smelling like royalty. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SPURS20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code SPURS20 at manscaped.com. It's time to throw out your old hygiene habits and upgrade your life. I'm David Hepworth. And I'm Mark Ellen. We met at a gig in Manchester in 1977. And we began a conversation about rock and roll that night, which has been going on ever since. For the last 15 years, that conversation has continued in the Word in Your Ear podcast. It's not a serious conversation, but it does cover the things that matter. The haircuts. The tacks. The tours. The trousers. If you share our conviction that rock and roll can be magnificent and hilarious at one and the same time, then join us wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, everybody around the world, Spurs fans, men, women and children, uh, animals, I don't know. Welcome to another Spurs show. This is Theo Delaney in North London. Uh, uh, We've got so much to talk about. Things are quite rosy in the Tottenham Hotspur Garden, I think. Obviously, one hesitates to tempt fate. I've got with me two of the longest serving Spurs show guests in existence. If If you tuned into this show in like 2007... You might have got this lineup, but with Bill Cornwell and Mike Lee as well. So it's uh, welcome back 
Paolo Hewitt. How are you, Paolo? Very well indeed. I didn't realise I was such a... Um, do, do we get a gold medal or a watch or something for our... A carriage clock. Yes. <laughs> yes. Engraved. An engraved one. Yeah. You, of course, I'm thinking back to the Mr. Times. Your original moniker was the Oracle. Such was such was the brilliance of your predictions and wisdom. Now, and and our other guest tonight, equally long-serving, also has his own very special nickname dating back to the mid-noughties, the voice of doom himself, Rob Eason. Hello, Rob. Hello, Theo. Hello, uh, Paolo. I think, I think we've all aged very well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Considering, considering the stress we've been through. Yes. Very good point. 15 years, man and boy. And Rob, incidentally, is speaking to us, not for the first time, from his car. You remind me a lot of Harry Redknapp sometimes, Rob. Often in the car when you speak to us. I, can't, I couldn't find a parking space, so, you know, you have to adapt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I said Harry Redknapp, not David Pleat, just to be absolutely clear. <laughs> now, now, gentlemen... As I said, lots to talk about. Exciting times in many, many ways. Uh, two games we've had since we last did a show. And I'm going to start with the most recent because I don't, I don't, I don't think we'd be able to, to uh, avoid talking about it because it's very exciting. We absolutely uh, put West Ham away on Sunday. 3-1. We could have had five or six, I felt. I thought it was a great game from start to finish. And I felt, most of all, more importantly perhaps, signs of a team that is really starting to click and gel. That's what I think. But wait till you hear what Rob Eason's got to say about it. Rob? Well, well I'd like to change my nickname to the voice of optimism. Well, wow. It's about time um, after all these years. I do agree with you, Theo. I also don't agree with you. I, I mean, first of all, I have to say, I enjoyed the game on Sunday immensely. I really am enjoying watching Spurs at the moment. The football we're playing is really constructive. Um, you know, the movement, everything about the team at the moment for me is, is, is pointing to the right direction. However, I didn't think we put the game to bed. I, I, I thought at 2-1, um, you know, there was chances being missed and... For me, there was there was you know a great deal of anxiety because I thought here we go, especially when West Ham got that corner, which wasn't a corner of about five minutes to go, um, and I could see you know us slipping up. But thankfully, um, you know, and this is probably where I am becoming more optimistic. You know, we did get over the line. We finished with a flourish, and I really love the energy that Conte is, is producing on the pitch. And around the stadium. Yeah. I mean, Paolo, do you think, have you, are you aware of a general upturn as well as getting a great result? Which is always lovely to beat the Appy Amers. But do, are you impressed by the upturn in form and the, and the performance levels? Uh, I was, um, I just thought it was wonderful. I just, um, you know, I, I know we missed a load of chances, but I never felt like West Ham were going to score anyway. I, I, I thought their goal was really lucky. And I thought the way we controlled the game and controlled them was just masterful. And uh, the only when the Chelsea with the second leg against Chelsea and we're two 0 down and Rudiger the ball bounces off his head or something and it's three 0 and the game's over. So I thought to myself, I'm going to start watching Chelsea just to see why you know <laughs> what is it about them that they're doing that we're not. 
And what they were doing mm. was passing. They were doing, they were putting together 30 passes over to you, back yeah. to you, across to you, over to you. And it, it was just like that. It was mesmerizing. We, at that time, were lucky to get four passes strung together without, with, without then either being tackled or giving the ball away, and much more the latter. So on Sunday, to see us doing 30 ball pass movements, you know, to see to see that starting to happen now, to see the confidence on the ball, to see some of the I mean people go on about Kane's pass to Sonny for the first goal. Well second yeah. goal, but second, second goal, yeah. But yeah. The, the ball from Bentica to Kane was just sublime. Yeah. Just sublime, you yeah. know. Uh, I, I I was just I was in I just thought this is great and I just thought please God Keep Conte at Spurs. Please, Daniel, open up your wallet. You know, and if that happens, we're going to be a real big force next season. I mean, I totally agree. I think that keeping the ball and improving the passing. And I think there's only there's one very simple explanation for that, and that is Benton Kerr and Kulusevsky. I mean, they are both proper touch players who can wait a pick a pass, wait a pass. They Neither of them panic. And actually... You know, I don't want to be negative about other players, but what they've effectively replaced Winks and um, Lucas Mora. Good players, but players who very often will give the ball away, or in Winks's case, not so much give the ball away, but he will pass negatively. I mean, Bentoncourt, some of the things he was doing on, on Sunday were great. Very confident, really, really comfortable on the ball, but picks a really good positive pass, as he said. A special mention to... To both of the central midfielders, Holberg as well, because you know, the, for example, the Kane miss, the ball from Holberg was absolutely out, you know, insane. A reverse pass through three players, and you know, um, I think it caught its Kane by surprise, to be honest. Um, but and the good thing is that both of those players have taken the central midfield, you know, um, they're really starting to control the centre of midfield. What what's also very good is that you know they're going to progress. I mean, one of the things that we must do and and will happen, I'm sure, is our midfielders have got to start pitching in on goals. And the, the, obviously, this phase of of development, they're they're now you know much more positive. The forward passes are much more positive. Um, soon, I think they're going to be stepping in, and I think you're going to see goals from them. And and that's when you know it's going to get very special. You can imagine Manchester City, their midfielders score a lot of their goals. You know, and I really, I really, the, the this is why the optimism's there. You can see the development. Yeah, yeah. And West Ham, all right, they were a bit knackered because they'd played two hours on Thursday night. But I, I agree, Rob, by the way, that I did think, you know, I don't think it was a stroll. And I do think we needed definitely needed that third goal. And that's what made it so gripping to watch. But we definitely won it fair and square. And, of course, the, before that, we'd, uh, we'd won quite comfortably at Brighton, hadn't we? They didn't, I mean, that's... There have been times in recent years where we've gone to Brighton and found it a very tricky away uh, assignment, but... Was not tricky at all. I mean, we really again controlled the game and, and won pretty in a pretty straightforward fashion. Did you see any of that one, Paolo? Uh, I saw the highlights, uh, and uh, again, it's that thing. I think Conte's getting into them. Uh, but, you know, he talks about this a lot, doesn't he? Controlling the game, 
that there, you know there's areas and there's pits of the game which you have to control. E.g. at Old Trafford, you know, if they've got a corner, might be a good idea to mark Ronaldo. Might be a good idea that. He's on two goals. Might be a good idea. Do you know what I mean? Control the game. Control the situation. And that's right. Exactly that. Because before, yeah, exactly. We we would... I remember one game against Brighton, Hewton was in charge. And it took till a Christian Eriksen 78th minute 25-yarder to break them down. Whereas, it, 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 like on Wednesday or whenever it was, it was, okay, we got the ball, control, control, and a bit of an easy romp, really, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was. And, uh, and it, It's us imposing. It's it's what Conte wants. It, it's us imposing ourselves, keep, keeping the ball, and um, and then, you know, looking just looking for the chinks in the armour, and then when you see them, you go. And... Yeah. It's been a, it's been a little bit confusing at times. I mean, look, it, it, we're getting there. You can see it. I mean, you can really see it. You can feel it. The performances. We play Brighton in the FA Cup on the Saturday night, and I honestly thought the football that night was just fantastic. I mean, I left the stadium that night absolutely buzzing. What was it? Four one in the end. I can't remember, but we were flying. But then all of a sudden. It went completely flat against Wolves. And I, I mean, I feel at the moment, just as things are, you know, like the result was very, very good against um, West Ham and the performance. I still feel between now and the end of the season, we're probably going to slip up again. You feel it. I, I just, I, I feel for Conte because he, he's got this, I think in 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 a, in an ideal world, you'd like to build your team now, build your squad, build your philosophy, and 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 start to make it grow. But unfortunately, he's he's got a he's got a chance of getting in the top four. So the pressure on that, and also the you know the the the, the mindset of that means that you're going to go out and you've got to try and win games by hook or by crook, and I just feel that, you know, the Man United result, although the performance was pretty good, was disappointing. And like Paolo said, we fell asleep at certain points of that game. Wolves was flat. I'll give Southampton credit for beating us because I thought they were great that night, Southampton. But, you know, these are these are major blips if, if you're thinking about a top-four finish. If you're thinking about, let's just develop this team till the end of the season... And then next season, be ready to go for a really big challenge. That's a different mindset. I think, yeah, but I'd, Rob, I think Conte thrives on that. He will. He wants something. He wants, you know, he's used to fighting for a trophy, fighting for a league, fighting for a cup. And as Spurs, unfortunately, <laughs> what he's got is to fight. He's got something to fight for now. And I, I think that's really galvanised him. And I think it's going to galvanise the team as well. He'll pass that on. So I, I think both. I don't see why both things can't happen. Develop the team and and you know and go for that top four slot. I mean, the, the only does it worry uh, now that he's got a really settled side? I suppose the only worry is there are certain players in that team that you would be loath to oh, lose. No. I mean, you know, you, you're going to get injuries. I mean, Romero, well, very Romero very important. Thing, he's actually banned for the next two games with Argentina 
but they can't yeah. really go they, over. Yeah, because they're trying to get one of the. They're trying to get it reduced. I loved him. <laughs> I, I loved him on Sunday. I loved Romero on Sunday. By the way, how how good is he? He's I mean, great. Honestly, yeah, I mean, he's he top class. Absolute. And then he ideal came back injured from the last international break, didn't he? And then I think you know his long mm. flight to Argentina, oh, mate. You know, come. Yeah, it's a worry because he's he's incredibly important. We, we we improved definitely when he came back. We we already loved him even from the handful of games yeah. he played. I mean, he just seems to have everything, doesn't he? He's got I the love lot. Him. He's I a, absolutely. Yeah, love we him. got. I'm just waiting for the song. There's got to be a song for him because all those players, you know, there's got to be someone's got to come up with a song. Let's put the message out. Maybe you could write one, Paolo. You've got, a, enough, you've got a bit of musical experience. <laughs> You've got some credentials. I tell you what, there's a good Kulishescu one to which to the tune of "Give me, give me, give me a ma- give me, give me, give me a ginger from Sweden." <laughs> Have you heard it? Oh, it's really. I can't remember all the words, but it's very funny. It's very good. There's another one about Conte. He eats spaghetti. He hates fucking Chelsea. Antonio Conte. There's a few good ones going around. There's a few good ones going around, but I don't know. I think I don't know if there's a Benton Cure or a Romero yet. No, um, one for Romero. Romero, ooh, ooh, ooh. there you go. Romero. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, he's but but you know, talking about players we can't afford to to get injured. He's he's definitely one of them. I mean, even that back three. It's not perfect. It's not rock solid, but it's definitely the best back three we've got. You can see there's a point to all of them. I mean, Romero is obviously di- different class, as they say. Uh, Dyer's playing pretty well as the solid man in the middle. And, of course, Davis being a left footer is good on the left of those but three. If we, uh, if we so, buy the guy that we keep on being linked with in from Inter Milan, Stefan D. Friedrich and the 30-year-old centre-half, is that the yeah, that guy yeah. on the bench. Quite possibly, I think, or, or or Davis, one of them. I mean, I do think they they're both, you know, they're both upgradable, shall we say? But having said that, that as a unit, they're they're the best unit we've got, and they're not doing too bad at all. We haven't been letting a lot of goals in. I mean, really, if you think about it, we've won four out of the five last league games now, and the one we lost was to we lost to one man. I mean, I felt in the Man United game we were the better team, so we lost to. Ronaldo having having a great day out, you know. So, and that's a lot to do with that back three. You know, they they've shored things up quite a lot. So we're scoring quite freely now, and we're not we're not easy to score against. So you'd be loath to lose any of them, especially Romero, and also in the mid those middle two with Skip injured, uh, that would be a worry to lose either of them. Well, and then of course we might be back after the international break, Skip. I'm Skip, sure. yeah. So at least. How he's yeah. how Conte's going to play that because he loves Skip, doesn't he, Conte? So yeah, I don't think at the moment he gets in, but I think I'd be much more relaxed about you know resting one of them or losing one of them to injury with Skip in the sidelines rather than the Winks. So I, I don't hate. I'm not a Winks hater. I know a lot of them are out there, but I think when you see these two really at it, you realise what Winks's limitations are. And then further forward, Harry Kane hasn't had his traditional six week, eight week. Yeah, he hasn't had his big injury this year. Funny enough, see. He, yeah. He, yeah, he's he's he due one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and that would be a worry because then you then you're talking about Son probably at centre forward or Bergwijn say, but that means Bergwijn or Lucas coming in. It's not the it's not the, they're not the worst players in the world to bring in, but of course, as as everyone knows, you can't really replace adequately replace Kane. So there's a lot that will depend, I think, on keeping those players yeah. fit, um, and we're unlikely to keep them all fit all the way through, but. 
I think maybe, uh, well, let's talk, I'll tell you what, when we come back, there's an interesting feature in tonight's Evening Standard, which is so thin. Have you, got, have you, have you seen the Evening Standard lately? It's like a little pamphlet. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's like, it's like a serviette. <laughs> but anyway, they've got, they've got a really good piece so, uh, about the running on, on the uh, top four. So we'll, maybe we'll talk about top four prospects after this break. And we are back from the break. So uh, a little bit of housekeeping for premium content, including a daily news show, experts, players, interviews and original documentary series on Spurs. Go to patreon.com forward slash Spurs show and support our show in the process. Uh, the Spurs show live season ticket events have been great this season. Uh, you can sign up at season.spursshow.net. Uh, and the next one, very, very exciting indeed. We've got Alfie Con, oh. the Alfie Con, and that is on uh, March 29th. So that is imminent. And there are some tickets, just a few, available to non-season ticket members. Um, and if you want to get come and see Alfie Con, uh, you can get those tickets at billetto.co.uk. Uh, our end of season Spurs show will be at the 100 Club on May 26th with our delays and Velia. Also tickets at billetto.co.uk. Uh, there's another event we're doing at the JW3 Community Centre on May the 11th with Paolo's old friend Martin Chivers, Pat Jennings, Alan Mallory and Stevie Perriman. So that's at jw3.org.uk to get the tickets for that. That's in uh, Finchley Road. Uh, and I've also late breaking news I've got here, hold on, what does it say? Yeah. We've got another season ticket uh, Spurs Show live event on April the 26th with Norman Giller, Terry Dyson and Cliff Jones, proper, proper legends, to discuss the double season match-to-match analysis we're going to get. And those three, if anyone's uh, qualified to do that, that's those three. The great Cliff Jones, Terry Dyson and Norman Giller. So don't miss that. That's on April 26th, which happens to be my youngest's birthday. But I don't know why I even bothered mentioning that. It's got nothing to do with anything. <laughs> um, follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And please leave us a nice review on iTunes. That really helps. There's all sorts of lovely merchandise uh, knocking around at the moment. There's a brand new Hummin Son and Ante- Antonio Conte uh, designed stuff like you know hoodies and sweatshirts and t-shirts and all that we've also got the classics we've got the Woolwich Wanderers one we've got a Hoddle one an Aussie one a Chivers one a Bale one a Greaves one and a Mackay one so all of that stuff uh you go to our uh I think you just go to our it doesn't say where you go for that but it must be if you google Spurs show merchandise I, oh, no, there's links on the description to this podcast. My apologies to the script writer, Mr. Mike Lee. There are links to the merchandise on the description of this podcast. So I do recommend it. All very stylish attire. Uh, yeah, so next week, that is that Alfie Con show. Next week, it's me and Mike with Jerry Cox and Alfie Con. Uh, by the way, this Friday, we, we're releasing one of our Spurs show from the vaults previously only available to Patreon subscribers, actually. And it's a 2019 interview with ex-Spurs striker John Duncan, prolific scorer for Spurs in the dark days of the mid to late 70s, of course. Good player and good man. Good manager he went on to be as well. Um, There we are. That's all the housekeeping done. Um, Oh, actually, there was something else. There's the Spurs... I'll tell you what. 
I wanted to talk about just very briefly is that the Tottenham Hotspur Supporters Trust are having a charity Spurs quiz night on Thursday, April the 21st at the old Antwerp Arms, the Tottenham Community Pub, the Antwerp Arms, not far from the ground on Church Road, N17. Uh, it's five quid per person. It's for charity. Uh, bring lots of cash, it says here. There's uh, Spurs memorabilia and books. Studio 306 is the charity. It's a very good charity. Arriving good time to get a drink from the bar, some food and a seat at the quiz table. And the host and quiz master that night, well, he's asking the questions. He's not writing them. It's me. <laughs> yes, yours truly. So come along to that. I'm really excited about that. I've never done the old Bamba Gascoigne before, so I'm very excited. Uh, now... There we are. That's the end of all the housekeeping, finally. Now, as I said, there is in the Evening Standard tonight an interesting article. Because, of course, the Standard uh, are excited because three out of the four contenders for this final top four place are London teams. But, according to that, they asked four of their experts who they expected to make the top four and to get that fourth place. They, neither, None of them said Man United. None of them said West Ham. Two of them said Tottenham. And two of them said Arsenal. So the jury is out. Um, I, what, the only thing that worries me about Arsenal is, is that they do seem to, in, once uh, Obama Yang went, they do seem to have gelled and, and got a certain amount of esprit de corps and solidity about them. Rob, are you concerned about the goons? Yes. I wouldn't write Man United off either. Um I'm concerned about Arsenal. I mean, I think the thing that concerns me are these results that they keep picking up when they're not firing on all cylinders. And, you know, this is... Uh, the big game, obviously, is, is the game we have against them at home. And, you know, they're in a position where they, you know, a draw is going to be good for them. Um, yeah, I mean, you've just got to keep applying pressure. And the, I think we have Villa away coming up. See, they've gone to Villa and got a really good result. And we now have to go and emulate that. We've got to go to Villa and do the same thing. Um, I'm quite confident we're going to win our home games. I think we'll beat Arsenal as well. I'm quite confident with that. <laughs> They're picking up results away. And this is, this is a... You know, they've got tough games ahead. It's going to be tight. I, I, Look, I mean, it's going to be tight, and I'm I'm sitting watching us lose to Southampton and Wolves in the same week. I kind of felt that would come back to haunt us somewhere along the line. Yes, but absolutely. I don't want to put a downer on this program because it's been pretty positive <laughs> up until now. Yeah, um, it's going to be tight. I mean, it's it's exciting, and we're in the mix. I mean, that's the great thing about it. Yeah, I, you imagine if we play Arsenal. The Wednesday, the penultimate game. Yeah. What an atmosphere yeah. that would be. I mean, with both of us needing a win. I mean, that would be it's unbelievable. It's starting be... to look, it's, yeah, it'd be like a cup final. It's starting to look that, that it's going to, it could well end up that way, couldn't it? Right at the end of the season, yeah. it could be like, almost I, like a playoff. It's not going to be, I mean, this is the funny thing. You know, we, we beat Man City. I mean, like, they're going to, they're getting great results. And it's not going to be about the big games. It's going to be where someone's going to slip up against someone, yeah, yeah. you know, who, who, like we did with Burnley. Yeah. 
Well, if you look at the away games that, that Arsenal have got, because as you say, I think both Arsenal and Tottenham will be confident of picking up the points at home, especially given that they're not, they haven't got any massive opposition. I mean, Arsenal have got to play Man United at home, but apart from that, they've got no t- really tough home games and nor have we. But away games, Arsenal have got to go to Palace, who are going really well. Southampton, who are a pretty tough proposition at home. Chelsea, obviously very tough. West Ham, a tough, tough game. And Newcastle, who have totally turned a corner as well. So... They've got tougher away games, tougher than us, I think. We've got Villa. It is a tough one. Brentford, yeah. Liverpool, obviously, is the one that stands out. And uh, and Norwich. And that's the only other... Those We've only got those four away games. And only Liverpool looks, uh, you know, look like one that we're unlikely to get anything from. The others, we look like we will. Whereas, you know, as I say, Arsenal could easily slip up at Palace or Southampton. Certainly Chelsea and West Ham's tough. And Newcastle... Strangely, looks, got looks United tough. at home. I mean, that's a big game. That's a midday yeah. kickoff as well. I mean, right. you know, that's a huge game. Especially if United are still in the hunt. Yeah, uh, you know, the, they will be still in the hunt. I mean, you yeah, because they're so, not that they're not that much off the pace. If you actually look at the actual situation, oh. Arsenal in fourth place got fifty-four points from twenty-eight games. Spurs have played a game more, and we've only got fifty-one. So, you know, that's quite tough on paper. But as I say, the fixtures suggest it could end up being much up, uh, closer than that. Manchester yeah. United, Manchester United, just a point behind us, having played the same <coughs> amount of games. So, United really need us, and particularly Arsenal, to slip up. We need Arsenal to slip up, but I, there's much more scope for them to drop but unless they really are onto something Arsenal they will drop points I think in those away games and we have slightly favor- more favourable um, running I mean, we've we just we've just lost to Southampton Wolves Burnley yeah and United yeah obviously Middlesbrough in the cup I mean like the thing is we are we have lost Matches. I mean, you know, when you're in a when you're in a chase for the top four, we've actually lost quite a few. Oh yeah, um, yeah. No, we lost guess, a lot of games. Yeah. I guess when we win, we look so good. This is the thing, and I think if we can just get that momentum going now, I think Arsenal are due a bad result. Yeah, yeah. Well, they lost so, to Liverpool, of course, but you don't really count that. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, you no, can't. Any, you know. Anyone can lose yeah. to Liverpool. What do you do? You think, Paolo? Do you think it'll come down? Likely come down to to the the game it between us, or do you like think? It, doesn't it? It feels like yeah, it's in, inexorably moving towards this, like Rob's big penultimate yeah. game, which will be Wednesday night. Um, uh, you know, and twice they'd come to our place and won leagues, haven't they? So you know, we you know we have to we have to get our revenge. You know, I don't, I can't remember the last time they won at our place. Though I mean, it's literally years. I mean, I can't remember. No, Can you? No, no. I mean, they, I'm they really, have. I'm looking forward to it. I think we'll. I mean, if you know, when we're on song, that'll be phenomenal. That, that I can really see a really great night at Spurs. Yeah, no, I mean, it'll be like you know. No, I was just going to say, I was remembering the old League Cup semi-final. You know, the five-one. Yeah. I've suddenly got. Mm. That's getting a bit carried away there, but. It could, <laughs> I could see us. I, could, I mean, I would, as I say, like, like you said, Rob, I'd be confident they haven't won at Spurs. For, I mean, literally way back before the Wembley years and everything. It must be. I remember six, the five, years. five, four. Yeah. Is that, is that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, that was Jermaine Defoe's debut. It's it's going to be really exciting coming up. Every match, yeah. really a cup final. Yeah. What do you think would happen yeah. if? Um, 
If what do you think would happen? Can I just throw this out? What do you think would happen if uh, Levy doesn't back Conte in the summer and he goes? What do you think is going to happen to Spurs? Let's let's get the nightmare <laughs> scenario. Let's let's get Levy's. We get Poch back. Budget, I don't want to think budget, about it. Budget of ten mil. What do you think would happen? Do you, I do don't you want think, to think about it. Think I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, do you think I'm, Levy's position would be so untenable? Then he would have to go because I mean, everybody, surely everybody would go crazy. Wouldn't I mean, what do you think? I don't want to. I don't. I honestly, don't want to. Oh, I think um, no, but I think. There is a scenario where there, there's going to be a, a merry-go-round like there always is in the summer. I think Pochettino is going to be, he's going to be shown the door, isn't he, at um, PSG. So that's one job going. We know that United want a manager because they're, they're not going to give that job to Rangnick. They, 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 they never said they were. You know, he's supposed to be going upstairs. Their, so. their number one. At the moment, it seems to change all the time, doesn't it? But at the moment, it, it could be the Ajax guy. So let's say, let's say they obviously don't want Conte because they, they, didn't, they didn't seem to want him before. So let's say they get the Ajax guy, but then PSG could go for Conte, and then uh, but then that leaves Pochettino available. I, I don't, maybe, I'm sorry, maybe, I don't want him back. Yeah, it's always a worry when people come back, like, isn't you know, it? You know, Especially the way he was treated. You, know when you have a really lovely girlfriend, and then it kind of fades out, and then you try and do it the second time. It never works the second time, does it? No, you know. you're right. You're right. <laughs> You're right. It is a. It is certainly a, a concern. But I'm just thinking that might be the best case scenario because if you don't get him, I mean, who do you, who do you get? I mean, no. But I'm talking more about Levy's uh, position within the club because he. Well, yeah, but he's he's done it before, isn't he? He's pissed off managers before that we've had that have been really good managers. Harry, he's fired Harry Redknapp. He basically he fired Pochettino, and in both cases, he fired them following a, a string of of uh, transfer windows where he didn't back yeah. them. So they basically the results have gone wrong, and then he's fired them. And you actually think, if you remember what who Harry Redknapp bought in the transfer window before he got fired, it was it was that one where he got old uh, I can't, Nelson, Nelson and uh, Sahar, yeah, for nothing. And then the results go bad, and then he gets fired. And with Pochettino, you know, he hadn't backed him properly for for ages, and the results start to go a bit. Well, actually, in Pochettino's case, I, it was always my theory that he actually. Ended up working to rule because he wanted he'd had enough of it. But either way, it was because he hadn't been back. So I think if 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 he doesn't back Conti and Conti walks, of course there'll be an outcry. But you can't get rid of him. There's nothing you can do about uh, Levy. He's the king. He owns the thing outright. Him and him and uh, you know Lewis. And it doesn't matter how much we shout and protest. He's not going anywhere. You know, it's too too good a too good a, a an earner apart from everything yeah. else. Okay. I reckon. Thank anyway, you. But... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm on, I, that... I'm on too much of a high tonight, really. To, to yeah, I, by the way, Rob's out the I... car. Rob's out the car. He's not... Yeah, he's at, where, where's he going? I'm slightly concerned. He seems to be in a central London location, and he's he's walking in a way that suggests he doesn't necessarily want to be yeah. seen. It's like a very surreptitious <laughs> demeanour. <laughs> I've actually been invited to a, a function, so... A function? Uh, sorry. He's I'm going sorry, to a function. I'm now going to celebrate our, our victory against West Ham. For the first time, I'm going to let loose and have a little celebration. Well, the first time ever. <laughs> it is it's the first time. time. Surely, I usually, I usually Surely put a rope not. around my neck. I usually sit there in the living room oh. with a rope around my neck, <laughs> contemplating my next move. Mate, and this window. sounds a bit... This, 
This sounds a bit like too much information, mate. <laughs> I don't know what sort of establishment you're going to or what kind of function it is, but this is not the stuff that our listeners need to know. Remember, it's I'm a family good. show. Well, gentlemen, <laughs> let's get, let's get let's get back to the football for goodness sake before we get censored. Um, I think so. We're all we're feeling pretty good about it. We've got. I, I think we've got every chance. I agree, also, Rob, that you're right. We we can't completely rule out Manchester United. They're not they're not far enough off the pace for that. West Ham looked like they could get in the Champions League, but by winning the Europa. But we'll we'll deal with that when and if we have to. I think maybe now is the time. Bloody international breaks are a right pain in the arse, aren't they? Because all our players that could come back, I hate them. There's nothing to recommend them at all. No one wants to watch a bloody football. Nobody no. wants oh, to see our players go off. And... To be wrong because Italy are in oh yeah, that's true. Qualifiers. We've got no. Italy, I would, that is something that actually you're right. We're at the business end now, so actually I, I take that back because Italy, Portugal is an absolutely irresistible yeah. prospect. Yeah. So that's true. And then we've also got Wales and Scotland going for it in the playoffs. Although uh, Scotland have been postponed because they were playing Ukraine, weren't they? So for obvious reasons. Anyway, let's hope to God that we get our players back fit and well, and that we carry on. And uh, there'll be another Spurs show before we resume to preview those uh, upcoming fixtures. So for now, gentlemen, I think our business is probably done. But Rob's I just it. want you to tell me... Rob's hey, What's that? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Putting that aside, Paolo. <laughs> I just want you to tell me, really, rationally, best you can, tell me how likely you think it is, Paolo, that we'll, we'll make the Champions Nine League. Nine out of ten. Nine, Nine out of ten. ten. Yeah. Fantastic. Rob? Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Love it. Okay, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say seven. I'm being a bit cautious there, but we're all obviously thinking it's gonna happen to varying degrees. Well, I just I just think and after so, that performance on Sunday, I I know I know the amount of times all Spurs fans got, we've done it, we've turned the corner. Burnley won top of yeah. the you know, I, I know that. But I just felt we'd gone to another level now. I, I did. I thought we, we're going to another level here. And if we carry yeah. on like this, then there's no reason why we can't. Injuries not not notwithstanding. Um, you know, yeah. as, as I believe Yaz once sang, the only way is up. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like what we what we look like is that we're finally he's finally wrestled us into what yeah, he needs us yeah. to be, Conti, and, and we're love, playing and Conti I loved ball. It on Sunday when he said, "I really like watching that game. I like yeah. watching that game because yeah. he didn't like watching the other ones. That's for sure." <laughs> yeah, and he, he's basically had to get a hold of us, shake yeah. us up, get us on on the way. What's and it looks yeah. like it looks like Touchwood. He's yeah. got us doing what yeah, what he needs exactly. us to do. And I agree, a lot of that is the possession game. And a lot of that's to do with the players he's brought in already. So that's great. So I think on that very high note, I think Rob's reached his destination because <laughs> he's standing in a doorway. <laughs> he's standing in a doorway. That's all we're prepared to say. <laughs> Rob, have a lovely time. Thank I you, really guys. Have, a lovely, have oh, a lovely evening. Say, thanks for, thanks yeah, for coming on. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Now, all right, mate. Well, then, I'll uh, thank All the best, guys. Cheers, cheers, Rob. Bye thanks, bye. Ev- thanks ever so much, no, Paolo. Always, always a pleasure to see you. Great to see you. Well, we should uh, do coffee as well, sir. Yes, let's do it. We get Rob yes, White out. Exactly. I saw him on Sunday. The guy, he looked very uh, beautiful. Yeah, 
he was he was on the big screen, wasn't he, at half time talking about his Ledley mural, which was good. Not him, but but they gave him they paid really good tribute oh, to Rob White, which is entirely correct. Because Led- Ledley said how grateful he was to Rob and uh, and Coity, who is back, which is brilliant. Something else for us Where's to celebrate. He got the sack, and now they've seen the error of their ways, and they brought him back because everyone was like, "What are you doing?" So they've just brought him back. Bloody oh, idiots. Anyway, it was great, yeah, because he because Ledley was bigging up Rob for doing oh. the mural and everything, and Coity was there. It was wonderful. It was good, good, t- yeah, good brilliant. times. Okay, good lovely. Times. Anyway, thanks a lot, mate. See you Ta-ta. very soon. Cow and Spurs. This is Tia Delaney signing off. Cow and Spurs. If you want to advertise on or sponsor this show, check us out at playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.